0: Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Podcast Assemble, the show where we're going to talk about all of our geeky interests. We're going to be talking about movies and TV shows, comic books and video games. My name's Tommy and I'm delighted as always to be joined by my friend and co-host from across the pond, it's Wet Dre.
1: How's it going? How are you, mate? Another week, another setup for the podcast. (laughs) How many iterations will we have? Only time will tell. Uh, for, For those that can't see, which is everyone... The room that we've done this in <laughs> <laughs> has changed every time Tommy comes, and uh, the, I think this is the final iteration. Uh, this is really great I think this deck, is though. the best
0: feng shui for the room. Yeah. So is that how you about, say it? Yeah, feng shui. Feng shui.
1: Feng shui? My, my, What's a feng shui? I don't know. Feng shui. I don't really know what feng shui is. Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm coming to you from not across the pond, but uh, across the pond. I'm doing well. How are you doing?
0: Yeah, I'm good, man. I'm good. I've, as you know, had a fairly large weekend this weekend, moved house, so I'm... If I sound a little tired, that's probably why.
1: Yeah. I mean, (laughs) there's not many people I know that would have a lads weekend (laughs) into the Hunter Valley and then decide, you know what I'm going to do when I get back is just do a day of packing and then another day of moving.
0: I didn't decide it. I had to do it. I had to leave my apartment.
1: (laughs) That was bold. Anyway, yeah, I've been good, man, and I'm really, really excited to talk about uh, something nice for a change. So oh my a good, God, a good film. so excited. A good film, because we always cock-tease ourselves with like the things, we're, <laughs> the, the things we like to watch, the, the good news we're really interested in, and then just transfer to a dreadful, <laughs> disastrous like waste of film.
0: Waste of life?
1: Yeah, movie. Well, and it's yeah.
0: that's a nice little segue. We might as well jump straight to the uh, what you've been up to section then. What have you... you obviously been watching something I enjoy. Have you, what have you been up to this last I week? have
1: been binging The Alchemist, which oh, we yeah. talked about okay. previously. I'm on to season two. Well, what's um, The Alchemist again? Remind me. It is basically set in like pr- the pre-1900... The, would it be the 20th century? If it's the 19, 19th, 19th, yeah, 20th century, pre-20th century. <laughs> Correct. So we're in the 19th century, yeah, late so 19th century. That? It's just it's a very convoluted century. way to get there, <laughs> but we did, we did get there in the end. Um, it's the the 19th century, and it's set in New York, and it's like basically follows like a really gruesome. Uh, serial killer, or at least the first season did. The second season seems to be going in a similar uh-huh. way. They didn't do a 180. It's right. still gruesome murder. Okay, good. And uh, it's this, like, guy who's basically, like, the first version of a, of a psychologist. Who, right. Who they kind so of... So there's
0: no magic in it? So I remember I watched the trailer and I was like...
1: No magic. It had maybe magic medieval vibes, but it's just because it's, like, more gothic, like, killer killer okay. film
0: like it kind of like, reminded me of like a long form version of do you remember the uh robert downey jr uh, Sherlock holmes film
1: yeah it's kind of like that it is kind of like that but more gruesome and um you know what it almost like if it was gonna have like some kind of science fictiony vibe it's almost like a frankenstein vibe but it's not frankenstein Oh, okay interesting but uh yeah it's good it's got uh luke god what is it luke moore who some people will know he's an english actor from uh, Beauty and the Beast, a reanimated <laughs> film. You know, I, I gotta find what else he's in because I think this is the second time I've brought him up. So I'm going IMDb, and then the guy from Civil War that sets up the whole thing.
0: Nemo, yeah, yes, of course. Yes, yeah, uh, yeah.
1: So that that is the connection. Daniel Craig, Marvel. Brühl. Marvel universe. I I rate him as an
0: actor. He's cool. He's an interesting bloke. Like he's been in a few things. I like. He's Daniel got Brühl. an
1: interesting vibe. I'll say that. Like his vibe is kind. Of, I don't think he has a lot of acting range. Range. Okay. Yeah. But, that's, not, that's interesting but he's he's definitely like diehard into this character that he plays in the he's the main guy kind of yep. and it's got a really really cool storyline of like the first woman in the police department in new york that's okay. really like it, it's good it's a good woman with agency which you don't see as much of Which you're seeing more of but it's good to see it and it's uh i really like the actress there too so let me figure out what her name is interesting that's what i've been watching quite well, recent how about you
0: what have i been up to um yeah. i've carried on carried on watching the boys i love the boys i just haven't had a lot of time with anything recently to be my, the, my my one sort of not guilty pleasure but the one thing i've sort of been re-watching recently was daredevil yeah for the netflix show i've re i finished the first season in about four days <laughs> i just well i mean i kind of know it i can tell it on the background it's, yeah, it's such a it's good, good series that and uh, the punisher i can watch them over and over again that's so good but other than that, obviously, you know, Moving House is pretty time-consuming. I, I almost didn't get a chance to re-watch this movie for the that we're going to be talking about later on for the 20th time or whatever it is. This is the 20th time you watch it. I've 20? watched it so many times. You can. That's As my second movie. time. Well, I I it's
1: the type of movie that I can just
0: okay. flick, flick on on an airplane and just watch.
1: So, so maybe why you didn't know who I was talking about, because his name isn't Luke Moore, it's Luke Evans. Is that <laughs> <really> about- <laughs> I think in well that would make sense. I think in the in the show his last name is Moore, so I uh-huh. just I just kind of did the old. You made the two? yeah. The, the old parts. Um, well,
0: interesting. You you talked about strong female characters before because we've had some pretty cool news. I'm going to segue pretty pretty swifter there into the yeah, news that section. Was was
1: fucking agile, 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 agile.
0: Yeah, that was agile. pretty agile, agile of me. Well, I think my most interesting and favorite piece of news of the week is that Wonder Woman 1984 has been slated for a simultaneous release in cinemas and HBO Max on
1: Christmas Day. How is it on HBO Max? Is that a Warner Brothers thing? Do they own HBO? Yeah. Okay, that's simple
0: enough. Well, yeah, they have all, all the properties, okay, all correct. the DC, DCU, I don't know what they call it these days, the DCU, okay. whatever it is, the properties, which is super cool. Um, I think this is, I mean, a lot of people talking about is it reactionary to what Marvel did with Mulan, sorry, Disney did with Mulan, as in, put it behind a big paywall whereas this will just come with your hbo max subscription which i think is really awesome and, and obviously this isn't going to make as much money as it would if it had a full run in cinema we can't do that right now for obvious reasons so i think it's great that we're getting some of that creative output out there and what it might do is in the long run is bring down some of the cost of making movies which i would love that i like movies when it's less about the money and it's more about the story for sure
1: i think it's interesting that they do i mean it makes sense that warner brothers would do it that way because yeah. I feel like they, well, I guess they do have just as much of a vested interest in like their film revenue. Yeah. But probably not as much as Disney. Mm. Like Disney makes so much money every, in movie theaters every time they Look, release
0: a so movie. Look, so do these DC movies. Like yeah. they maybe not quite to the levels. And I mean, it's the consistency of the Marvel movies that I think you're getting at. It's the fact that every movie now but is a But even like a Pixar movie. movie,
1: I guess you, I take your fair. point. You're right. That everybody makes more money if it goes to theaters. So it's an interesting choice not to paywall it. I actually understood the paywall thing to be fair. I, I tried not to judge it. But yeah, I understood it. Yeah. It's, it's almost like I kind of got it. Yeah, it's like. Pricey. But that was at the
0: time when there weren't any cinemas as well, right? So they were literally trying to make any money back they couldn't. But yeah. I think the challenge with with that is, is that people are if you're already paying for Disney Plus, often as you and me can completely attest to, is if you sign up for it, you often just stay signed up for like a year. So you, the lifetime value of someone signing up to that service is significantly higher than I don't know. Many people are going to sign up for uh, it's like,
1: recurring revenue. Yeah, like, yeah exactly. Yeah, and sure.
0: I mean, I. I know it's it's easy to get like a free trial, but if you could remove it, like remove that movie from free trials, people had to pay at least the first month to to get it. I think that's are you looking at Luke Evans over that's there. That's who he is. Okay. Yeah, I was trying to give you a picture. I know, I know Luke Evans. He's imagine. in Dracula Untold, which was a hilarious.
1: Was um, that bad?
0: Oh, it was not good. Seems, um, okay. So just flipping on with the move, the move, the news. If I can yeah. speak super quickly, there we have had confirmation that Black Panther two will start production in July, 2021. Oh, and this is obviously a very sensitive subject. And I know the guys at Marvel wanted to, wanted to take their time about how they were going to go about things. There was some speculation that Chadwick Boseman would be CGI'd into this movie. That is a horrible thought. I don't think that should have ever happened, but, they also, but Disney did come out and say that wasn't going to happen. So the thought is that Shiri will take a bigger role, the sister,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, which I love the idea of. I think she was a very compelling character. She's not portrayed in the movies as much of a warrior. So mm-hmm. how that's going to work, I don't know whether they pivot towards more of like a double act movie or they bring in her and one of the other characters or I tell you what I would love and I know it's not going to happen, but I would bloody love it if they could get Killmonger back.
1: I was going to say, it'd be a great, if they could find a way to make that happen, it'd be, so good. It'd be awesome. But it, I mean, in that they've actually set themselves up pretty well for this because they established that the Black Panther isn't. A singular person, yeah. right? With oh, the yeah. River. So it's like... But they don't know. have
0: any more of those flower things that you get the Black Panther powers from. Is They, that got, actually burnt. A... they got burnt in the movie.
1: Was that a thing that happened uh-huh. in the first one? It's been a while. I
0: believe so. I haven't watched huh. that movie in forever.
1: Okay, fair enough. Well, maybe they'll find one more. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: I'd, li- I'd like to think they could They could pivot yeah. with the other characters. So let's just flick onto a couple of other cool bits of news. You know The Last of Us? The video game? Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, that's been picked up by HBO uh and they're apparently gonna make a series out of it and i trust hbo so
1: i trust hbo and apparently i haven't played those games but apparently they're some of the best like play the first one yeah Phenomenal. ever so like in gaming so like it's got a story it's a post-apocalyptic setting it's got like all the recipes for an amazing yeah blockbuster success so. well i
0: i uh. talking of video games one of the reasons i haven't had any time this week outside of packing unpacking i completely forgot it, is i've been playing spider man mouse morales <laughs> yes. which is great um i'm very good at with video games, finding side quests and just sort of doing all of them before I move on. This is, we talked about this before. Like yeah. This is why I never got full into The Witcher, because I will do all the... Even if it's like catch a pigeon or like a find a backpack, yeah. I will get all those things first before I move on with the story. Because I just like... I just I don't know. With these games, with, with Spider-Man games especially, because it's, it is sort of sandboxed in a way, like mm-hmm. you just have the New York City and I'm quite excited to explore more of it, especially in the new context... Like I want to do that stuff.
1: Yeah, fair enough. I'm, no, I get it, and it's kind of—it's honestly overwhelming yeah. to, to do that in those other bigger games. Oh yeah. I thing. think also though, like one thing The Witcher does really well is make it like feel like you don't actually know which quests are going to drive the main story in certain ways, and which ones aren't. At least in The Witcher Two, which I played, yeah. they intertwine them pretty well. I think they
0: do too. Yeah. yeah. Well, with it, the, yeah, they're pretty standalone like side quests in in, in the uh, Spider Man yeah. games. Okay, quickly moving on then because we we will speed through some of these new sources deadpool 3 is officially in the works it has the molyneux sisters lizzie and wendy who you may know from their work on bob's burgers yeah comedy geo writing this which is great it's going to maintain ryan reynolds i i I just love these movies so i am hopeful they continue strong next one is of the galaxy volume 3 will start filming in late 2021 that's good news for everyone that's awesome i can't wait for that that's going to be a fantastic movie there are just a couple of other bits of news which have come out in the very recent couple of days. So Hawkeye, the new Disney Plus TV show, which will obviously include Jeremy Renner, and there's lots of speculation about what else that might include. But I believe that was today Jeremy Renner released a picture himself on set looking all banged up. You can just about see it there. It's easy to search online.
1: He's always banged up. He's, isn't yeah. And, well, I'm intrigued
0: because they also released a, a, a video of him having like his head, not wax, or of words. I saw that. I like saw a, that video. What would you call Where it?
1: It was like molded, like a mold of his head. Yeah, that's yeah. the word.
0: And th- there's speculation that might mean he's going to have his classic, really tacky comic book mask, which is this big purple thing. And if you don't, if you don't know it out <laughs> there, I'd look it up because it's pretty funny. Uh, but he's not yet had it in any of the movies. Other things to quickly mention are: Did you hear about Mon- Mandalorian Gate this week? I did not, so I don't give a shit, and I don't know why people are so fussed. But do you remember in Game of Thrones in the final season when there was like oh, a water bottle in the show? I do. Yeah, well the same things happened with The Mandalorian.
1: It was like a star- so, it was a Starbucks cup.
0: Yeah. yeah. And then, then there was a water bottle later on. And some dudes, some poor dude's arm um, is just in one of the shots. Like, who what cares, man? Like stop being it. such a panicker. I mean, like,
1: let me look at this one sec.
0: Yeah, well if you can find it online pretty easily. It's bloody everywhere.
1: Could have just it's been just a stormtrooper.
0: Nah, because <laughs> like,
1: yeah, you see his actual arm. Yeah. I mean, it's not, it's not as bad as like a Starbucks cup. Yeah, fair. That takes you out of the Game true. of Thrones universe. No, 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 that's
0: very true. And the final bit of news I'm going to throw at you this week is this that. hot mask
1: is terrible, by the it's way. It's dire. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's awful.
1: It's like tacky. It's
0: just purple and weird. Yeah. So the final video is going to throw out this week is the confirmation that, and I'm actually really pumped for this, is that IO Interactive, the makers of Hitman, the video game. I don't yeah, know if you know
1: it. I did play the, and, I think the second one.
0: And a couple of terrible movies thrown in there as well. They have confirmed that they're working on Project 007, which is a 007 James Bond-related video game. Now, if it's anything using any of the engines or any of the sort of Variations on what the Hitman franchise became, then that's
1: awesome. It's the same developers. Yes, I wonder if they'll do like a third person Bond game. I hope so. Person, that'd be great. Yeah,
0: that'd be great. I'd be way down for that. Yeah, yeah, pumped. I think that'd be a fun game. I think I played Hitman in the very beginning. I think I played one and two with my brother and we like loved those games growing up. Yeah, they were they're just really so fun. cool. It but they've, been... they've evolved since then. So now they're more like you could do a lot of different ways of finding and killing people previously, but in the new ones, apparently it's just more varied and you can basically do whatever the hell you want.
1: It's uh, well, uh, there hasn't been a good bond game in forever. No. So,
0: I mean, they just become like standard, like first person shooters, right?
1: Yeah. Well, and, even, and they're not good ones. So, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> care if it's first person. If it was a good game, it'd be a good game. I don't think
0: yeah, work. and this could, this has got a lot of potential. All right, awesome. Well, then, let's quickly
1: yeah.
0: maneuver on to our main feature. And I don't know if you have brought a main topic theme with you. Did you?
1: I didn't I didn't bring it, but... Uh, do you want to do one? Little, uh, main topic theme. Song. Here we go.
0: <laughs> God, I, God, I hope someone eventually picks this show up uh, and starts doing that. Uh, okay, cool. Well, it. we obviously did the, the five worst movies, the five worst comic book movies, rated by Metacritic to begin with. And now we've moved, as Dre alluded to before, we've actually moved on to something we enjoy. Do you want to
1: preface it? Uh, yes, it is preface it like, by say it what it is or preface it as in give it like a bit of an intro.
0: Well, I, yeah, it's, I mean, it's
1: the, I guess it's one of many Spider-Man movies. Yep. Um, and it's quite standalone. It was, it kind of, I I would say took everyone very much by surprise in in how, uh, Critically wants. acclaimed it was, mm. and just stylistically how different it was to everything what was happening. Because I think they had the reboot yep. right around when this came out as well, yep. or right after. uh Yeah, we watched into the Spider Verse. Spider Man oh. into the Sp- Spider Verse. How's pronounced?
0: Yeah, and you know I've been clamoring for this for a long yeah. time. I was, well, I kind of alluded to it a couple of times talking about Spider Man Miles Morales, and that's why mm-hmm. I kind of played it down when we were mentioning it a minute ago. But that was kind of the drawing force behind this. That video game has come out; it's a hit. There's a lot of great reviews for it. It's going down really well. So we thought, why not dip into the Spider-Verse well? Timely. Yeah, ab- absolutely. So this was obviously released 2018, 143 minutes long. The estimated budget was $90 million, and it made worldwide $375 million. And compared to what we've been saying recently, it's a success. that's really good. <laughs> it's a success.
1: <laughs> now,
0: sure. I'm, I'm actually a bit nervous about this one because it's a lot easier to talk smack about crap movies it is. Than it is to talk about good movies. It so is, I is. think what we're probably going to do is go through a lot of the stuff that we would normally go through. But just deep dive a couple of little areas that we maybe sort of didn't talk about as much before. Like, so, I mean, the actors, I think I've got a lot of cool notes on and I think you might enjoy some of the bits. And I think you might have brought some too. So the directors, now I'm going to destroy this last name. I feel like I probably shouldn't even attempt it. Bob Persichetti? Bob Persichetti. Um, he only had one other directing credit but he did work on Hercules, Mulan from the 90s, and Shrek 2. So well, he's more on the animated
1: side. Those were all great animated movies, to be all fair. All great
0: animated movies. And also Peter Ramsey, who's the other director. Four directorial credits, including Rise of the Guardians, which is less well-loved. But when you pair those guys with the writing team of Phil Lord and Chris Miller, who teamed up on the Lego movie in 21 Jump Street, you start to understand how this movie came together. Yeah, and sensibility. a lot of comedy, too. A yes.
1: comedy it's so i would say bob perichetti yeah i think you did fine that's i don't it.
0: know i don't know how i said it now that's fine i'm I think, lost i think
1: you did good i'm good lost
0: well. well you you mentioned the art style before do you want to talk about the art style a little bit Cause... yeah
1: i mean like it's really really hard to even just talk about because it's so vivid and like yeah. different um but I, I would say basically art if you want to like put it in like art direction art style and like sound engineering like both of those things yeah we're ace and oh so really good it's it's awesome and it I think the way that they kind of meld meld an animated film with like a comic book style frame rate. Absolutely. And and like the way the animations do look like you're almost flipping through a comic book. They're not fully fluid. They're chopped. I think there was actually, I read some stuff about how they actually did it where they at certain times they would have like their... I'm not a developer. They had a
0: significantly know. slower frame rate for yeah, a lot like, of the shots. Yeah. Like it'd be
1: like a one frame and a two frame and sometimes different characters would be moving at different frame rates to illustrate like their different skill levels or like exactly. make them look more elegant. A little
0: bit. Yeah. And know. sort of one of the reasons they sort of went for the style was to sort of pay homage to a lot of the sort of print sort of art styles of previous spider man And you notice that the spider man within this that we're going to start talking about in a moment, they all stick to those styles and have very distinct ways of being on on screen. And I, love that and i think they're just trying to paint in it so in terms of its critical and commercial um output so let's say imdb did you know did you rate note this
1: down uh the rating
0: yeah I, I did see it yeah well 8.4 it was 8.4 8.7 i, I, 8.4.
1: Thought it, I honestly thought it would be higher it like, I, I actually did i thought
0: it'd be like run tomato sitting at 97 is yeah. pretty
1: pretty damn good i think imdb is a bit harsher they're a bit harder but you players. said this
0: last time oh. you feel like Good movies to be – yeah, and like I kind of really agree.
1: Really good movies tend to be, like, below nine. I'm like, what?
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, like, Metacritic gave seven, so that's pretty, usually a pretty harsh um, <laughs> critic. <laughs> that's usually a pretty harsh critic, so I feel like eight to is a really positive score. And coming from, like, not everyone's going to love comic book movies, so that's pretty
1: awesome. Uh, agreed. And I think that uh, they did – like, another thing they did well was not even just make the normal parts of, like, comic – like have a comic book feel obviously they added in the little like dialogue boxes yeah. at, at appropriate times. we'll, we'll, get, like to well. we'll get to that in a minute as well just all that, that yeah. art direction that's the style of making like something modern feel like a comic like i'm sure comic book fans love this movie yeah for a variety of reasons but that being one of the primary ones
0: absolutely completely agree it's awesome so let's let's just quickly dive into the actors there's a i've got a lot of interesting points to sort of talk through here so we've got shemake moore who plays miles morales so I don't know a lot about him personally. Like he, to, He's not really in my roadhouse, but I know he was in uh, An American Saga, which is a TV series. A lot, sorry, Wu-Tang Clan, An American Saga, which is a TV show. But in terms of the character of Miles Morales, who he sort of portrays, obviously he's incredibly popular from the Ultimates universe. And it's, it's very, very telling of how much impact he's had that he's come through into the, the main continuity of actual comic books. And that doesn't happen that often, so it's really awesome to see sort of that takeover. But in terms of the rest of the cast, we had Jake Johnson as Peter B. Parker, mm-hmm. who I absolutely love from New Girl,
1: Jurassic World. Did you think he kind of really fit that part? Well, I, lo- I loved the voice for, for him. Without yeah. Getting too much into the spoiler territory, he's uh, I liked him a lot, and I didn't. I, I'm trying to remember what else I've seen him in because it's not New Girl. Like I've seen him Jurassic World he in Tag. Yes. Yeah, that's where I that's where I got him. That's Great. right. Yeah. Very funny. Never seen that movie. Honestly underrated. Pretty okay, fine.
0: Well, Haley Steinfeld played Gwen Stacy. She's also in Bumblebee. Um, and the one that I, I'm super interested in is the Uncle Aaron character, which is actually Mahershala Ali. <laughs> yeah,
1: this guy. Like
0: I, that's that's some incredible casting. Like he's right on the cusp of becoming huge. Here. He obviously had just done True detective. He was huge from that. He has he is going on to play blade in the mcu whenever that film eventually comes
1: yeah. out i first saw him as so interesting he was in yeah what was he in uh what's the one with um the president netflix big first big netflix original is there a spider on top of your mic no just until this you gave me a christ ago. i thought it was a spider <laughs> hell uh that would i'm very close to the mic so that would have been quite a yeah, quite a scare for me um what is it what is it the, the one with uh it's the first big, big Netflix original that was about the president and it had, what's his name? Um, Jared Butler? No. It's a show. It's a show. and I Oh, know. you mean House of Cards? House of Cards. What is the guy's What is the so, name guy's name? I can't. He's Kevin Spacey. Uh, he's in that as a lobbyist and it's a great role. Okay. Yeah. That was the first time I saw this guy. And you're right. He, he, I think he was pretty big before this came out, but mm-hmm. it's a good casting anyway.
0: Yeah. No, he. Was, I think well, this was 2018, we're going to touch on that in a moment. But I think the really interesting thing about this Uncle Aaron character is so Uncle Aaron as a character in essentially on film, obviously been voiced by Mahershala Ali. He was played by Childish Gambino in in the uh, in the Spider Man Homecoming movie, but also
1: <laughs> was he actually?
0: Yeah, but also as like a weird like flip on this. In the scene where, uh, in the scene where Uncle Aaron is in his apartment with Miles, they show a split second where it shows Donald Glover on the TV screen when they're together in the apartment, and it's Miles and Uncle Uncle Aaron, and it is Donald Glover's character Troy from Community when he's got the Spider-Man outfit on. So this character is so multi-layered; <laughs> it's so interesting. But yeah, it's it's a cool, it's a really cool part and a really really awesome actor. I really love that. Now there's an, another couple, a couple of other interesting like actors. Obviously, I don't want to skip skip them all, but some things to call out: Mary Jane Watson's part is played by Zoe Kravitz, who interestingly is playing Catwoman in the new Batman movie. The Batman movie. Mm-hmm. That's going to be very it cool. looks
1: like a good casting.
0: Yeah, obviously, Nicolas Cage was Spider Man Noir. <laughs> I just love the craziness of that. I casting. didn't actually
1: realize that, and no. that's awesome.
0: That's so cool. That's
1: awesome, dude. My favorite one was, and I and I knew it right away because I've seen his com- comedy specials. Was uh, yeah, was Spider Ham? Oh, with yeah. John Mulaney. So, like, his voice was so
0: perfect, so good. And he plays. Did you ever watch uh, Big Mouth on Netflix? Yeah, yeah. I love that show, and he he plays like the main character. The the, the I've i forgotten. I've...
1: Not Big Mouth, but his the uh, the kid. Yeah, he plays yeah, the kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. which is which is but once i heard that i couldn't separate the two characters which really kind of annoyed me um but the last one i want to mention was kimiko glenn who plays penny parker the anime
1: Mm
0: -hmm. uh the the anime spider person
1: yeah which i
0: think you're gonna love i think you're gonna love was that character was created by jared wade now you will know jared wade because he's the singer from my chemical romance
1: what do you mean? He was character created by him? He created the character f- for the
0: Spider Verse universe. And my other second favorite fact about him as a writer, Jared Wade, is he also created the Umbrella Academy.
1: Yep, yep. Which I mean, is yeah.
0: one of the shows you and me have often talked yeah, about. I
1: knew about that, and it made sense. Like the whole style of that was like very my chemical romance. I yeah, feel. like it had elements of their like Black Parade. And, yeah, you know that kind. Of, that yeah, album, you can which kind of is see a good album, man. Yeah. I actually, quite. I used like to like that album. back in the day. Yeah. Well. Dude, Go. I actually the character, I think the cat the voice acting is great. Um are we talking like actual character? No, we'll save it. We'll save it for after spoilers. But there's some things I want to talk about with Alcalairhead for it sure is. that I want to get into. Well do you want to wait until spoilers to get into that stuff? Um like I guess we don't have to, like it's more yeah, it, it's probably better for that.
0: Okay, well then let's let's talk about the tone of the movie first. What did you what did you feel was the tone of this movie like? It's a it's a hard one to pin down even though it, it kind of fits a lot of the superhero <laughs> tropes.
1: But, it, like, it also, like, calls them out super well as well. It was it's, very fourth wall breaking. Yeah. And it's, like, it, it's a really great way to, like, kind of acknowledge the, like, at, at certain times embarrassing past yeah, the side of Spider-Man. Yeah. But also move it forward and totally, like, look the tropes in the face and make fun of them in a yep. really, really great. fun way. And... Also take it in a whole new direction. He did all that stuff really, and like it it made it modern while doing all that other stuff. It's
0: interesting you say that because he was character of Miles Morales was created by Brian Michael Bendis, very famous comic writer. It was created as if Spider Man was created today.
1: No, it's it's very modern take. Look from a tone perspective, it does it doesn't go all the all over the place in like an in a bad way like it wasn't sure. like they didn't mean to they meant to have different universes collide yeah, so the yeah, tone yeah. does kind of yeah, change based sure, off sure. who's in the yeah. in the scene but i thought overall the tone was more uh happy-go-lucky serious at time it did all the things yeah. that a, that a yeah. comic book superhero Absolutely. movie does but like,
0: it, and it did them incredibly well yeah. which is but well i think the interesting thing to say about this, the genre as it would co- as it would be on imdb's animation action adventure family sci-fi <laughs> and that kind of gives you like a feel of like the tone is like it's just smashing all these elements together but i think the the sort of direction and writing uh team that we mentioned up top just got it so right well, but that's
1: the point of a good movie like a good science fiction movie actually isn't all about the science fiction yeah. it's about the characters it's about the family it's about values it's about all. it's like a real world all good story movies are about set story. in yeah. with some science fiction elements 100%. right that's what this is it's a it tackles like family drama it tackles like you know being a teenager it yeah. tackles like well
0: that, that's sort of leaning to themes yeah like what do you what do you what do you find in the themes where this movie? What i think you?
1: the theme is really just like to say it best as the uh spider-man in the last bit without spoiling it says take a leap of faith like that's yeah. kind of the theme of the movie it's okay like, it, and it you see it from a bunch of different angles yeah absolutely but it's like you're not always gonna know how things turn out you yeah you know, you kind of have to just go for it sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. Like, miss every shot you don't take.
0: Absolutely, that was that was obviously a key one. And I think that the sort of ones, the side theme, shall we say, like the fish out of water, you know, like yeah. all these characters who weren't supposed to be in this universe, we, the, the most interesting thing i found was that they weren't the fish out of water they were still in their element all of the the extra Despite spider, out the the spider people out of the universe yes yeah. but it was miles who was out of his depth yeah. so he that's what i found the, interest, the it interesting. it was a flip. interesting it was
1: a is it a role reversal or how do you call that? but it was it was ironic yeah There's and a,
0: it's and it's an i mean it's just a big allegory for puberty right which yeah. is hilarious Coming of they, made, they literally yeah. make fun of that in the movie which i love that was
1: the most awkward scene so good i
0: <laughs> love that movie uh, go on and hit me with the plot then. Talk to me, plot. Uh, it's plot time.
1: Okay, the plot. So, uh, and this is spoiler free. Spoiler free plot. Okay. So, um, it's kind of hard to say the plot without spoiling something. Right. Oh the no, beginning. you can... All right. So anyway, there's there's Miles Morales who lives in New York City. Uh, I think he's Brooklyn-based. He's kind of feeling a bit weird about himself because he's gotten gone to this new school that's a bit more prim and proper, not as like urban and um, I guess like a public school you'd probably say mm-hmm. uh, that he used to go to. So he's going through a weird time. Classic life struggle. Classic, you know. This is the worst thing in the world for me as a kid, right? I've changed schools, but in reality, yeah, yeah, yeah. you now it's not that big. Didn't really change it. Um, you know, his dad's a cop in New York, uh, and mom's a nurse. Mom's a nurse. just a wholesome family um tenuous relationship with his uncle uh what his his dad has he's got a great relationship with them.
0: we can talk about that Um, later all that kind of
1: stuff gets bit by a spider as you do
0: yeah um classic spider-man
1: you know as happens in spider-man um witnesses kind of the the true not true spider-man but the original spider-man um fighting a villain who ends up the kingpin opening up the multiverse which uh as a way to yeah as a way to kind of do we want to get into what the motivation behind that we'll we, can, we can touch
0: on that when we get to spoilers um anyway well, opens up mean, the multiverse, so all the
1: spider-mans collide all the different versions of spider-man collide from the multiverse yep, they basically try the and close the multiverse because they're all going to die if yeah. they don't and uh yeah that's kind of
0: yeah but of the only thing i had on top of that was miles has to you know he has to battle his own insecurities and also take on the battle of the villains which is kind of yeah i think you succinctly sort of like covered everything off that it's, and it it's interesting because with a lot of the other spider-man movies we've had not only is there a, a, a very small amount of diversity within them in terms of the casting etc but like they do a i can see a few parallels with this in terms of there's a lot of villains in those movies like there's a lot of like preamble about the superhero there's a lot of build-up but this does it so well like it takes away all of the almost all of the stereotypes that surround like an initial superhero movie now
1: yeah yeah it is and it's like you don't like the way they do it like at one point something happens and you know the guy goes one of the one of the different spider-mans goes oh that's a deep origin story like (laughs) like you don't even realize it's the origin story and that's like almost three-fourths of the way through the movie right for for miles so there's you're right they they do do it really well but Um, i mean like
0: I think we've sort of really touched on a lot of the actors. there's some really good voice acts in there as well outside of the sort of key ones. Like uh Lee Leif Schreiber, I'm never gonna say his name right. Leif Schreiber, who who plays Fisk or Kingpin, whichever you wanna say. You know, he was he was Sabretooth in one of the terrible Wolverine movies.
1: Mm, yeah, I do know. I do know. I remember that. Yeah. Yes, he's been in loads of stuff. Yeah.
0: But I but but just going back to that, the way he plays the character it's it, that might come up a little later on, but like I think they really cast this incredibly well. Like they've not gone, you know, they've not done a big fan casting. They could have I mean, apparently they wanted to get Toby Maguire in for one of the Spider-Man roles. Yeah. But from my perspective, I don't think it needed it. I thought they were all pretty spot on. Now, what I'd like you to tell me is, is this better or worse than a movie that was released three days after this film?
1: Aquaman, was Which is Aquaman 2018 yeah, it's,
0: way it's way better you prefer you would watch this over Aquaman
1: for sure as would you I'm just just yourself. checking just 100% checking <laughs> <laughs> that was a, that's a no-brainer no, I, a, I, no. I got it's, it's a little angry. bit more fun to do that when it's like a iffy movie I think but you're fair call we I don't no, no, know I think
0: some at some point down the yeah. line one of us is gonna make it like one of us is gonna just be like now nah, I prefer <laughs> Aquaman <laughs> Not for this one. Can you one please now. stop hitting the
1: microphone? I don't, is, <laughs> yours is like a lot more conveniently placed. All right? but I'm I'm in this weird angle. <laughs> anyway, just just relax. Um, all right. Yeah, I, I, th- that's the plot. And without going into spoilers, no. I let's, think I was let's, in.
0: let's jump into spoilers then. Talk to me. What do you think?
1: Okay, it was a really good movie. Uh, I'll go to my general my general thoughts. Um, I think like I really loved the dynamic. So between like Miles this young doe-eyed spider-man yeah. and then the jaded 40 year old 100 i don't know what is he 40 or like 35 i think he has not kids I he's like he's 35 pushing 40 yeah yeah he's like, like mid-30s
0: 30s. he says he'd been doing it for 20 years in the film and he started when he was 16 so let's say 36 yeah
1: he's like mid-30s because the one that the spider-man that perishes yep because one well, we can talk about that now yeah, so spider-man does die
0: there are two peter parks in this movie yeah. there's obviously peter parker which is played by chris pine not chris evans you no. know i know you like to get those guys mixed up Love them. And, <laughs> and then there, there was a peter b parker which as we talked about before is jake johnson which i think is just a fantastic casting because I, I know when i first saw the trailer for this i was looking at this sort of spider-man being like this isn't my spider-man like he's like unshaven like he's a bit overweight and it's, it's like the whole
1: point. Yeah. but that's
0: the whole point of yeah. it and it's that bait and switch that really gets you and when you find out that You know, the real inverted commas Spider-Man dies in like the first in like the what the first like 10 minutes of the movie.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: It's it's such a bait and switch, and I loved that about the film. It didn't it didn't mind, you know, changing your expectations. Yeah,
1: you get like the fresh Miles Morales who's like making like dad jokes about his dad who's like rambling about oh, must be a disco and he's looking at like this new cool coffee cafe. He's like, wow, you're old, dude. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. you get these great jokes where it's like a young kid making fun of his dad. Then you get like all the jokes about the old Peter Parker, yeah. Basically, just like his whole role is basically calling out all the superhero tropes. Well, I love as the they role, It's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Uh, but, but that's really, it's but that's so really fun. interesting.
0: And I actually was reading reading a thing about it, and like his role is kind of tragic because if you think about it, like he's more of a redemptive arc in the film he goes from being this jaded sort of i'm sick of this life and think about like if you were doing superheroing from the age of sixteen, and it cost you everything like in the movie obviously loses mj of course you'd be jaded you'd be i'd be fucking sick of it yeah i'm I'm sick of it with him yeah it (laughs) makes
1: sense he's just eating pizza yeah he's getting a beer belly what did he say it's like oh yeah he's doing crunches impressive he's doing crunches getting strong. He's chomping on like a New York City. It's such a great movie. I think well, that you touched on it just now, but like, I think it's really crazy. I think they did it for, for how many characters they packed into this movie.
0: Oh, so many. Well, Which we they, can we can dive into that a little bit in a moment. I,
1: I guess I'm just saying, like, they overall did have an arc for a lot of them. Like, you had three Spider Man arcs that kind of got no, created. No, I'm saying, all like, of them. No, oh, sorry. I, I that it. had, like, a character arc. Mm. I would say that, like, main,
0: like, as in through the movie. Yeah. Not just like, like, like okay. I would
1: say Miles had one. Yeah. Peter Parker B had one, and I would even say Spider Girl, Spider Woman, was spider, spider Gwen Stacy. Well, right. she's
0: Spider Woman, but in the her, her comic's called Spider Gwen. But spider it Gwen. It wouldn't make sense for her to be called Spider Gwen because people would eventually find out who she, <laughs> who was. she was. Like it wouldn't be difficult. <laughs> so Spider Woman, yeah.
1: So yeah, I thought all three of them kind of had an arc, right? <laughs> yeah. So it was it was pretty impressive to do oh, that, yeah, absolutely, with all the villains and Well,
0: that's the thing as well, and the the. The one thing that I usually sort of hold up in these type of movies is how compelling is the villain's story. now obviously, the key villain in this really is Kingpin, and like I struggled a bit with his character i'm I'm actually going to mention that in my best and worst in a little in, in just a minute, but I didn't find him as compelling but but it didn't really matter because we had all these awesome heroes who had all their own flaws. Peter B. Park was almost his own villain at times, like yeah, you know yeah, like
1: as was as was like well not really miles but i mean miles had to confront his fears that was like one of the mm. biggest things for him it was he it was well, getting his own way but well,
0: there's one thing that i found super interesting about this movie was that you didn't really see i know miles morales obviously had their sort of um their bought spider-man costume but he didn't suit up until the last last 15 minutes of the, the movie scene, pretty much. but i love that so i I wrote down this little thing and I was, just, I, I was thinking about it and you know in the regular spider-man movies you need the spider-man to suit up at the latest sort of half yeah halfway through maybe two-thirds yeah. otherwise it doesn't make sense and you're missing out on time of having you know like a bankable asset on screen whereas in this they had five other spider-man on the screen all the time
1: mm-hmm.
0: so it was like
1: he didn't need to be he, spider-man it, it fit his and part he, he had to be that scrub and he, for a bit yeah. and he
0: had to go through that process to become who he was and i and that that sort of story out was so good and the way and i know it's real kind of classic tropes but the way he used like Peter B. Parker's own move on him at the end, and like, oh yeah, it was, good. but it was done really well. I thought it was done like very tastefully.
1: Watch the hands, not the Watch mouth. Watch the hands <laughs> <laughs>
0: every day you've been on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. I, I On your villain comments, I would say like, I actually liked Kingpin. Oh, cool. But I did. I took take your point. Like, I feel like I the one gripe I'll have is on the villain front. Yeah and i almost didn't care because i was being bombarded with so many cool villains from the old old tv show that i used to watch because okay, i was like yeah, oh yeah. there's all like and yeah. it kept me but i can feel like if i wasn't a fan of that yeah that might have annoyed me either. like there was well, no true motivation for the villains except for kingpin who's family his family thing i mean the rest of them were sort of lackeys right they were, they were kind of, of just there yeah, right? yeah. But,
0: they were, the, but that's a, the role yeah. the lackey right i think the interesting thing okay i'm, I'm going to shift this out of my best and worst cause it's not really bad. But I think the thing with that Kingpin is, like you say, his motivations are kind of questionable. Not really. I, I get it. Lost his family.
1: That makes sense. That that was the I, only I, motivation that I think made sense. I understand sense it. I say. found
0: it a bit weak. They didn't really give us a lot of growth on that front. But the other thing, and I mentioned it before, obviously coming off the back of watching the Daredevil TV show, which finished sort of a few months earlier. And having that awesome, strong portrayal of Kingpin in that and how brooding and dark he was and dangerous like and i get it it's a different tone it's a different type of movie it's a different type of um media but i i don't think it held it quite as well and i found it really weird that his head was like in the middle of his body it's
1: kind of funny <laughs> I, I thought his character design was really cute like okay. not cute but like funny and like obviously weird fair enough i, I liked it you like that but and i you also like i guys also guys liked, like i also liked it's not cute. That was a horrible word to use. But it's just like, what is going on? You know, it's obviously meant to draw your eye to this weird looking dude. Yeah.
0: But just saying, t- talking about the villains. Yeah. Yeah, talking about the villains, there were a perfect amount of six. So you had, always had Kingpin, Dark Ark, Tombstone, Scorpion, the Prowler, and the Green Green Goblin, which, you know, Sinister Six. That's the that's the sort of like gold standard for like a spider-man that's what every movie all of the movies, have tried to get the sinister, sinister six or start like a franchise where they can build to a sinister mm-hmm. six and this did it without even thinking about it or even mentioning it it just did it on well, the, the down low they
1: just did it they just threw, it. They just threw them in. yeah they didn't even care so like the the i actually did like kingpin's story because it was on like the the thing that capped it for me was in The multiverse, like when he's in that vortex and yeah. he actually finally does get to see his family, yeah, like he hasn't changed, he's doing the same thing yeah. that, that made yeah. them run away yeah. and killed in that car crash in the first place. Whereas, it's like, yeah, well, it's it,
0: a Peter B. Parker character, he has changed, Yeah, it's, grown his, up. it's his, his
1: juxtaposition, yeah. and then you also see, like, okay, like if you don't change, you're doomed to repeat your same Absolutely. mistakes. Absolutely. And so, I thought that was kind of cool. Well, um,
0: I one thing I just I literally just realized as, as we were talking then is there aren't any like like henchmen in this movie?
1: No, it's all ace, suits. which is great, it's which gives villains. you more time with the actual <laughs> there villains. There is a few henchmen that's just like a, yeah. shooting lasers at, at times, but yeah, I mean, they're it's all strapped like to the zero. They're all strapped, bro. They have <laughs> these like laser guns. <laughs> anyway, who is the guy with the two the two guns? That's that Tombstone you mentioned. What's his the story? What's guns, his yeah, deal? Tombstone. He, he reminds. I remember him, but I, he it looks like he, Captain. Was, it, was that, was that, that Tombstone? in this? There was. I think he was Tombstone.
0: Right? Yeah, you're right. He is indestructible to the best of my knowledge okay but the one thing i wanted to call out was some of the like the scenes like they i love that they went over the top but didn't go too far with some of the scenes and like a perfect example of this and i had to write down was you know the scene where he very first meets peter B parker in the graveyard yeah. and then they get caught on the train and they're being dragged along and there's all these sort of references and oh, it's just so good like it just has everything and like but it doesn't take it that step too far that you know, like maybe slightly worse writers would have done, and made it cheesy or it just has everything.
1: Spider Man and a <laughs> corpse of a homeless yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, they they did really they did a great job with that. I, I thought think, that was uh, phenomenal. It was it's a the whole movie was like full of like honestly I this is my second time watching it and there was a lot of stuff yeah. that I caught. This is high rewatch value. Oh yeah, absolutely. because there's jokes being fired at you all the time. Oh absolutely, and there's little things you don't notice like when they're fleeing the laboratory like the bagel, the bagel. Yes. i did not see that guess, the first all right time. so i going
0: to skip forward to my trivia for just one moment yeah. there is actually an awesome piece of trivia about that You're so bagel the bagel text right so the one that here's a scientist what does it say just says bagel okay i thought it it's said just bagel. bagel right but that was added so basically one of the animators pitched it as a joke like was just messing around and they laughed so hard that they added it into the movie <laughs> i fucking love that that's so good yeah. but yeah we're just jumping around a little bit and i think that that's cool
1: how about, um how about peter parker like being like we're not taking we're not like swinging <laughs> to the hudson valley <laughs> New York. The it's, like a, it's like a two hour that's like, like deep suburbs bro
0: love that i like but that, that gets skipped out uh, so often
1: absolutely bro I would, I would not be walking to hudson valley it's like being like all right let's go to let's walk to newtown well it's like, like that's even worse actually it's like
0: that bit in homecoming where he's in the burbs and he realizes <laughs> he has to run because <laughs> he can't like flip through yeah, the yeah. city it's so good um yeah i think it also sort of managed to sort of build not only characters but like the relationships really organically as well like the way that him and you know spider gwen sorry miles and spider gwen they're they they were not it wasn't forced they weren't forced on you as like this this couple type thing It was just like it was an organic friendship building and yeah you know in further films that potentially stuff could change but yeah it was just very chill and i really like that about this movie
1: I did too. And look, I think that her arc was like learning to have a friend again, right? Like, yeah. although to be fair, she didn't actually, she was pretty friendly the whole time. Mm, I mean, rude. she wasn't that friendly
0: when he was, when she was having the side of a head cut off.
1: Well, I mean, she sheared off, cut fair, off well. Fair enough. Jeez. Like when she was nice before, even while he just kept saying like puberty, puberty, like all well, he could, yeah, word that could was, come out of his mouth. I think was, she was just trying to
0: find out if yeah, he was the sure. one she was looking for, right? For sure. For
1: sure. Um, what else do I have? Just random before we get into like best and worst random thoughts. Well, there's
0: one other thing that we haven't mentioned yet, which is the post credit scene.
1: Yeah. That, that was interesting. Did you, did you understand that? I I searched it after and I didn't, it's an old, it's an old, uh,
0: well, okay. So the, the Spider-Man we're seeing that is Miguel O'Hara. Who's, spider-man 2099 all right it's just a different version of spider-man obviously from the future okay and he has obviously perfected the technology to jump through the multiverse the, the, the multiverse in this scene the interesting thing about him is he's actually and again another aside to talk about this guy um oscar isaac
1: i did see him. oscar isaac on the credits and i was like, i didn't was realize it? at all i didn't realize it either
0: but obviously he goes back and he recreates the famous meme of pointing spider-man yeah you know? so like and i i love that but there's also there's also a subtle hint to a different spider-man meme did you pick it up It's really fucking subtle. It's like it's like a deep cut. So you know, you know the scene when they break into the laboratory to try and steal the the the, the data off the computer. Yeah, Spider Man is obviously behind the desk, and that's a clear like reference to the Spider Man behind the desk meme. You know the one where he's got the Uh, oh yeah yeah, yeah. So it's like a yeah. It's I I really like that. That was (laughs) that was deep cut.
1: Good news for you. We don't need the monitor. (laughs)
0: He's I think great, yeah. I, I really think we should have uh, prefaced this up top. We're not going to touch on every single fucking Easter egg and or reference
1: because
0: oh, it's mind blowing how many they are. there is.
1: Probably so many and in I, this movie, and I love Spider-Man to same, like, death. High but value.
0: yeah, no. I think if if you are that interested in in speaking about like one of the you know one of the different Easter eggs or whatever, please email us in at the end yeah. or just talk to Dre specifically.
1: He would love to talk to you all I, about, I, about these. easter I'd eggs. I'd love to talk about like Aunt May's like you know, whatever picture of uncle Ben behind her in one <laughs> scene is like the actual, whatever it may be. I don't actually know. Um, what else dude? there was a, her doc ox desktop looks exactly like mine. <laughs> so we relatable. got that in common with the relatable. villain. Relatable. Yeah. Do you like that they gender swap
0: doc Ock? I loved it. Yeah, I loved all of it. I, Cause really it was like
1: subverted all your expectations, man. I, I really did think that all, they did all the right things there. It like villains it and just like even, yeah, it, it was, it was a good surprise. I think
0: it's I think this movie is just packed to brim with like you know like you say awesome switcheroonies like it's obviously set in the ultimate universe so you don't have quite everything exactly as you might expect it by if you've just seen the other Spider-Man movies it's great it's it's yeah. it's, it's real phenomenal and I I really did enjoy the tribute to uh steve Ditko and Stanley. there was actually a couple to stanley yeah the stanley cameo was great almost like it it's always so fits a yeah, yeah the, i love that, that about? no it was i i, I kind of like that but there's obviously a really touching tribute at the end of the movie where they just put up you know his famous quote yeah which was great and i really like that so
1: how about um God, we're, like the new york that they built in this like it felt oh God, like we haven't talked about that it felt like new york this is the first Spider-Man movie that I've seen where it actually felt like New York real deal. I got like an itch to go to the Big Apple and like... So
0: you mean like the spider the Superman movie we watched last week that was filmed in Milton Keynes. You didn't feel, <laughs> like, didn't that feel like, like that felt like a big American city. Yeah, it didn't feel oh, like. wow. That's so interesting.
1: Not even like a big American city. <laughs> just like that felt like a farm. No, You're right. Uh, it didn't. But no,
0: yeah, I agree with you. Like I it loved just, all... Like
1: it was snowing at one point and I was like, wait a sec. Like, yeah, New York snows why didn't any other movie yeah, in they're always York, in fucking it's summer. always summer yeah
0: i but there the, a lot of things we i mean i've got a fair few in facts and trivia but there's like so many little references like the coca-cola that changes every time Coca, so. yeah. yeah like and, yeah. and and like there are just so many little ones like that and just seeing that city makes me feel like i want to visit it like
1: no have you been
0: I have been, it's yeah. It's a long you're time ago, This one was probably about 21, so... Okay, fair enough. That's a that's a while ago for me.
1: <laughs> we'll have to go back.
0: Yeah, I know. I'd love to go back at some point. All right, okay. Give me, a, give me a best three and best worst things in the movie. Do you want to start with best or worst?
1: I really only have one worst thing. Oh, okay. Not even worse. It's uh, something I would have liked to see more of. I actually, I like this movie a lot. It was hard for me to come up with uh, anything too bad. But the thing I didn't like was I really wish you got more of Uncle Aaron. I was so intrigued okay. by that story. Like we didn't actually, there was, I was I was so ready for them to give me a bit more about why those two don't see eye to eye. Yep. What is the history that you. drives him to go become a villain? Cool. Like, you know what I mean? Is it like, hey, he wow. was an artist that and it was a failed artist and to prove you know, he wasn't quite unsuccessful. He needed a way to make money and that just got snowballed. Right. And it becomes, okay, well, he, I, I don't know. I can know. give
0: you, I can give you a bit of background on that. Cause obviously I, I did a bit of research for this
1: before. Point being, they didn't double into it.
0: <clears throat> I completely agreed, But yeah. just for your own knowledge, yeah. um, the way it's worked in the comics is that they were actually, they had a criminal past together as in they were like petty criminals. Mm. And then when the father... Have I forgotten the father's name?
1: Uh, I forgot. Oh God, it's killing me. Anyway, his, Miles' so his dad. Miles Mr. Is, Morales.
0: Well, it's, it's not actually. It's Davis, isn't it? Because it's Officer Davis. <laughs> when, have, fuck, how have we forgotten this already? I, I literally have it here. Somewhere. I have everybody's
1: name except for
0: Here we go. So when Jefferson Davis, his dad, <laughs> meets meets his mom, he has a change of heart, for, like moves away from his criminal lifestyle, gets a job with the police. Okay. So... That's where the the line in the sand is because uh, Uncle Aaron refused to sort of change, change. his ways. Yeah. yeah,
1: fair enough. We didn't get that, that really
0: inter- Yeah, I, I 100% agree. Yeah. And, like, I think that would have been nice to explore more, but how could you fit that into this movie?
1: I think you just, like, you... Well, I put the note that you, you make the decision to, like, cut some of the villains and give us two fleshed-out ones, hmm. or you just make the decision to lean into a lot of villains because it's fun, and they kind of did that. Yeah, I, I think, you I think all perfect. you need to do is, like, give us one scene of it. You could have found the time. To like help us understand, like why, like why is he a villain? But I, but I think it was the co- the, the conflict.
0: So I, f- from my perspective, the thing that made that really powerful was that that conflict was so raw, and when what he conflict? died, uh, yeah, when when the conflict between uh, Uncle Aaron and Jefferson, when when he was mer- when he was killed, that he was still even, even though you know they had the conflict and they were and they were butting heads he was still so broken up about it. Yeah. I think that gave us so much more gravitas.
1: I don't think it would have taken it away, having more information about why he became what he was. I, but, I think but, if anything, but I, I, I think that context. takes away a little
0: a little bit of the sort of the, the father's backstory. Like I feel the story you see on screen, I think is embossed is bolstered by him being more of a virtuous guy. Like he's not perfect by any means. You can oh, tell I'm not saying
1: way. you have to mess with, you don't have to make it exactly the way you said it. I'm just saying, I want to know more about what, like, sure i didn't even know he was a criminal prequel like he didn't even have any criminal tendencies prequel all of a sudden he was just a villain
0: no i think that's, <laughs> you know that's I mean? a good bait and switch though like yeah. that works that really works I'm i mean we saying... haven't really dived into like how he dies and stuff i like,
1: not... yeah i mean well kingpin shoots him yeah which sucks as he's letting but miles, that's obviously miles
0: miles is like uncle ben moment yeah, for sure so i think one of the really interesting parts of that is that like when he's like you don't understand and they're all like we're the people who understand the best yeah, you know like it's like <laughs> come on bro yeah like come on but they all have that tragic backstory and that's that's a really interesting thing about the, the spider-man i like the uncle benjamin i found that really funny like spy like spider-man noir was just great so go on yeah I'm, i've cut you <laughs> yeah,
1: you're you right <laughs> mine was uncle Benjamin.
0: did you so you, you just had one worst thing so that was my only worst thing do you want me to do my worst yeah go ahead okay cool well so one thing that Okay, and this is like me nitpicking massively. Of
1: course, it's a good movie.
0: Yeah, was the Spider-Ham gags. So some of them I was a <laughs> bit like...
1: Come dude, oh. I loved it. The,
0: I mean, it's really, I it's, I it's, it's, really, it's really one specifically. But the annoying thing is like, I love it and it wor- worked really well with with the film. But it was the bringing the mallet into the quote-unquote real world when he pulled it out and it, you know, come out come in his pocket and then he's always got this huge mallet. I'm a bit like... It sort of, for me, breaks a little bit it's of the consistency plot of the movie. It's a plot hole. It's not really, but well, I get it. Because all the
1: matter would have kind of disintegrated from the other multiverses. Yeah.
0: Maybe. And I don't...
1: No, I mean, that is, that is a very big... It's note. really... That's but a I, I, well, thing well, Okay, pick. so
0: I, I have two other. Um, I think another one that annoyed me a little bit was that they did hold off a little bit of the the potential backstory and maybe maybe potential of filling out Gwen Stacy's role because I think there's going to be an origins or a future movie, which is more focused on her. For sure. So that annoyed me a little bit. I think they could have fleshed her out more. And the last one was just that it's Sony. Like, don't get me wrong. Like those guys, if anyone could fuck up a Spider-Man movie or a future Spider-Man movie, it's going to be them.
1: Right. Look, it's crazy that they, they didn't, uh, that's the impressive part. Well, it kind of
0: sounds like they didn't, like, they allowed these guys to have a lot of creative controls. Well, so. it got,
1: you know, it got leaked in the big hack that they had. Oh, well, that it was happening. That it was happening. There you go. Yeah. But okay. it, but there was like, it was very nascent at that point. The idea was, uh, there you go. In, okay. In... Well, give us your... there's a... There's a sequel. Yeah.
0: Well, that was going to be a oh. point at the end. Of, but yeah, there, Sorry. I think it's 2022. It's been yeah. literally the last week or so confirmed for. Yeah. That's why I didn't put it in news. Sure, <laughs> Okay, give me a uh, best three things so one of them is the super three.
1: small uh Miles is nikes so that he reps like pretty much the whole movie i was like i love how they just gave him some like air jordans oh yeah yeah something there like is that. so is much there... product placement this yeah movie. it was like it was so obviously like the nike swish and they gave it like a lot of just Oh, spot on images but absolutely like the modern spider-man if you were like this kid and you would be wearing like nikes you wouldn't be like wearing like little slippers Nah. you know what i mean so
0: who in spider-man wears slippers
1: I, I'm, I'm just saying like whatever <laughs> whatever's a part of the onesie they're more like slippers than they are <laughs> they're nikes all right uh tell me more and then i think just the general comedic elements man there's so many like <laughs> give, me, give me an example uh like like the i think it was basically a lot of them i just realized they're all from uh from Spider-Ham? S- spider awesome. No, it's Noir Spider-Man. Mm. Where he's like, he's looking right at us while we talk about him. Or like, <laughs> the go, the wind follows. And it tastes like rain. <laughs> like, it just, So
0: Barron has given a lot of creative freedom. I, that's awesome. Which is great. That's awesome. Like, if you can have Nick Cage in a movie, give him some creative freedom. Yeah. And then obviously... The man's crazy.
1: Obviously, the, the just comedy between... Uh, spider-man jaded spider-man and uh Miles Miles yeah. great. and then the last one was just uh i thought it was super cool very early in the movie when uh spider-man a peter parker a mm-hmm. dies mm-hmm. uh everyone has the spider-man mass at the funeral and when mary uh, Jane's speaking i was like oh that's kind of cool okay. like it was like i thought that was like a cool little that's nice vibe
0: okay yeah. that's actually a really interesting one. i didn't even think about that yeah i've kind of stayed away from um like the real obvious ones with mine a little bit like your last one like you know, like the animation style or the music. Yeah, we of course. You barely music. even touched on the music. The music was great. The music was
1: amazing. How creepy it was, was it the? Was very good. You know what? That's, I'm switching one of the. How creepy was uh, Prowler's song? Oh, yeah. Like every time he came on. He it was al-
0: it was almost like a slasher movie from the 80s. Yeah, did you know? That, it had that real jarring, like. It did. That's not going to go in the, the final edit. That's not nice, <laughs> that, was,
1: that was real bad. It was bad. It was
0: not good. Okay. Uh, so no. my, my best three were. The relationship of miles and his dad like i think that's so relatable you know um yeah the sort Mm -hmm. of challenges in communication the fact that every teenager has that has those moments and this guy's now become a goddamn superhero it's like that makes it even harder and that scene where uh his dad's behind the door and he's trying to have that moment that that moment with him and it's it's just so touching and i love that and i think that's part of the strength of this movie is the family aspect like obviously original spider-man family mom and dad are dead it's like well unless you're the amazing spider-man version but real spider-man obviously mom and dad are dead from the from the get-go and i think it's real nice and real wholesome that you know for once we get to see a spider-man who can actually enjoy himself a little bit rather than just been a sad man all the time
1: fair enough i think Um, uh, yeah yeah
0: i think the improvement um on the Uncle Ben death, it was way more nuanced. Like you know, the classic Uncle Ben gets mm. shot in the, the alleyway. I think this was just like set, set a new standard. Like for
1: Miles, when when Uncle Aaron died, yeah, it was obviously death. his version of yeah, Uncle yeah.
0: Ben. So I thought the yeah, I thought the subtleties in that were great. Like you know, he he pulled the mask off, then he was pulling the mask off, back onto him, almost like he was stealing himself to you know hurt his. We couldn't, we
1: couldn't, I couldn't tell what he was going to do there. They kept it like just ambiguous enough, yeah, that you don't know, which was good.
0: That's what I mean. Like, I thought it was so much more. Like, I, I use the word nuance because that's the best way to sort of approach it. I think it was just so subtle, it was great. Um, and my final one was, and I have got a little bit, a little bit obvious here, but like the handling of the introductions, like, <laughs> great, it could have been so easy to fuck that up, yeah, great. like, you have to introduce all these characters, um, and they uh, and the repetition it could have been so easy to, to if you lost, yeah if you yeah. lost a little like a fraction of that humor and the bit when the the extra three at the end get introduced and they do the whole how did you get here oh wait no it's not long a long story
1: yeah. like yeah.
0: you lose like you lose one of those points of humor and the whole thing just goes out the window
1: yeah you know i you know what else i liked when do you remember when they go into the lab and uh he's giving his like rundown of how he's going to get into the lab. And it's like, no, it's not that guy. It's actually, she's the lead scientist. <laughs> yeah, goes, oh, I got to reevaluate my internal. I was like, wow, <laughs> they threw that in. It was like, a—that's re- love yeah, movies, yeah. it was like a reevaluate your own like internal biases comment. Incredible and it was just library, like, within yeah. like five seconds it happened. I was like, did I just miss something? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's so good. But, yeah. I, there's a
0: lot of that in that. I almost think like, Peter B. is almost a new Deadpool. Basically.
1: Yeah, he was very Deadpool-esque. And then um, the other one that I missed that I wanted to talk about was that scene. This is what made me kind of actually like this Kingpin. And I'm sure you you liked the, what's his name, from Daredevil, that version. Yeah, yeah. You liked him a lot. So for me, I, I was like iffy on him. So I can sure. see that we're on opposite ends there. But like the pen clicks as he's going through the memories. I was like, that was a really cool way of doing it. Like the memory okay. of his family Showing dying. His the tick. click, yeah, yeah, yeah. click click he's just obviously a guy that's like lost his marvelous.
0: yeah yeah but holding it fragilely holding it together yeah, yeah that's real and that was a good way to build the tension around him as well Yeah, that was almost like the jaws music to me like yeah was he gonna snap was he not you know like it had that sort of tension sure. to it um but like we mentioned before like i'm not gonna touch on every sort of trivia and easter egg do you have anything else to say before i jump into trivia uh, trivia no, trivia i
1: think i think i covered it all but there's i had a lot down so there's I a just i mean there's a lot like
0: there's yeah. a lot to talk about this. well let me give you a couple of bits of fun trivia um there is a really fun reference to the web of life and destiny in there. Now, I don't know if you ever watched the Spider-Man cartoon in the 90s. Really popular Spider-Man cartoon was everywhere.
1: I mean, I did, but...
0: Well, there's there's episodes yeah. around Madam Web, who essentially is this old wizened lady who... Mm. It, it, she holds all the, the fates of the Spider-Men.
1: Is she like the cat she's seance lady from know. Catwoman? No, she's actually fun.
0: Okay. <laughs> I love the but reference. The just knows everything well, anyway, about she, ancient cat lore. Yeah, but she can see into all the spy, all, all the different spider man spider okay. verses. And it, there's a really fun reference to that very early on when he, when yeah. he see when Peter B. Parker has been dragged into the the what the hole whatever it is, and he sees like a web of like in front of him. That's really okay. interesting. Um, and also when that's happening, the Kingpin's multiverse machine actually names all of their universes. So like the universe, uh, Peter B. Parker comes from, and then, uh, Penny Parker, et etc. et cetera. So it actually has the, the numbers from, well, they're not, they're equated to ones from the comic book, but they're not exactly okay. like, they're, they're not perfect.
1: Who's the real Peter Parker, blonde Parker or brunette Parker? Great question. Who's the real one?
0: <laughs> that was what I was thinking when I was watching I got a vibe, right?
1: the, I got a vibe, Peter B.
0: See, I think they try. so they obviously, yeah, well, Peter Parker, the original, Chris Pines, Peter Parker is yeah. in the, in the Ultimates universe with Miles Morales. So you would expect that that is the ultimate Spider-Man who, you know, he, he does die in that universe yeah. in the comics.
1: Oh, he does. Okay.
0: But that doesn't necessarily mean that Peter B. Parker is the Spider-Man we've all grown up with. Mm. So it's a really good question. I don't know.
1: Peter B. is pretty jaded.
0: Think? Yeah.
1: Like. Mm. You know, like, so maybe he's, I don't know. I, I, I want to say Peter B just because I, like I would like to sing
0: that too. But I think as well, like, like we started talking about before, like, if he'd been doing it for 20 plus years.
1: Yeah, like, well, that that also makes it more real. Like, maybe that is just where you. And that's
0: where what I, I liked about that right. character. Like he was very realistic. I just wrote
1: down, how did this all work? Yeah, and no, <laughs> so, like, they throw so much into this movie, yeah. and it, you're right. Have, for the amount of stuff, characters, things they throw at you. Like, I, to be fair, I don't know that you could necessarily approach this movie. I don't know. What do you think? Without having any knowledge of Spider Man, and enjoy it as much. But it would. It's Mm, still an entertaining movie. It'd it'd just be hard. I think entertaining. I
0: mean, who doesn't vaguely know about Spider Man? I don't know.
1: One down the hall would be pretty hard pressed to to understand what's going on.
0: (laughs) I feel like everyone has a vague knowledge of Spider Man. You know, like everyone's most people have seen the Sam Raimi Spider Man,
1: surely at least. Dude, you know they had 177 animators on this movie?
0: Yeah, I was going to say that. That's just a it's joke. Insane. There's one really cool reference that I know I love. I'd love, to, I'd love it if you you like this as well. But so the scene when uh, Peter B. Parker arrives in Times Square in Miles' universe. Yeah. It does a flash of a billboard. And the billboard has a movie on it called From Dusk Till Sean, <laughs> which was originally a sort of semi-planned Edgar Wright movie as a follow on from Shaun of the yeah. dead with the original characters. So it's like and also including time,
1: vampires. So this time it gets like this, in this universe, that movie gets made in this universe,
0: <laughs> that movie gets made, which I want to be in that universe. Yeah. I want to see that fucking How movie. How is he not
1: made that movie? That's like such a <laughs> no brainer for
0: him. I just don't think, I don't think he wants to return to the characters.
1: Mm, fair enough. Well, so, isn't one know. of them a zombie at the end? Sorry, spoilers.
0: the <laughs> <Sean laughs> dead from 2004. <laughs> yeah. I think it's fine. Yes. So, uh, Nick Frost character is, yeah. yeah. My I had a couple of others, but the one I'm going to finish with is that when I was doing my research into just general Spider-Man, I definitely mentioned you, this to you, I don't know if I mentioned it on air, and we are 100% going to do a show on this, is that there is, whether, it, whether it's a joke or not, I'm not entirely sure, but there is an Italian Spider-Man <laughs> movie. And in this version, he is effectively a fat porn star with a spider jumper on. Oh, and man. he, like, smokes and has a motorbike.
1: <laughs> I, don't, I can't go back, Tommy. Don't make me go we are back.
0: Gonna, no, that's going to be fucking oh. hilarious. So we need to watch that at some point. Well, I think for that movie, do you have any f- final thoughts?
1: Just that it's a really good a really great movie. I highly recommend it. Would watch it again. Would find new things I like about it. Um, makes me want to play the game
0: it's so good but i don't have recommend the
1: system we'll see eventually um yeah it's it's a good one
0: awesome well thank you very much for
1: you know sticking with that because I, I think it was it was definitely
0: tougher doing something i enjoyed which is weird even you, though i really oh, to talk like talking
1: about, about, that. about it yeah it, well it's harder to, here's what i'll say and we probably didn't do this well it's hard not to become full fanboy yeah like it's hard to have hard to be critical it's hard to be critical and also to to just have good funny chat about like something you're just like we have funny chat very very
0: much harder well all right well then we might as well quickly skip on to our next very famous section which is emails oh yeah well we did actually friend of the show steve messaged a couple of really fun things and i actually avoided bringing them up in news because I thought they might be interesting to talk about. There there have been rumors that The Witcher 2's season... The Witcher season 2 too much has restarted filming in Surrey in England. So that must mean they're back outside and back shooting in the wilderness, which is, is good news. Is
1: Surrey a beautiful place? It's a very pretty place. Okay. For for some, some England standards. Some parts of
0: it. <laughs> Says this guy.
1: Yeah, <laughs> from you. the swamp. Los Angeles is not that great
0: no that's what i think that's really cool and yeah. i'm glad that's pushing ahead i know we've made fun of it previously but
1: that's a good one no i'm actually really excited for it again because i now i i realized as i said last week, i was just super confused the entire time i was watching the the first season yeah i was same. just confused I ne- and i never but we could guess most of it. yeah watching. but i never took the time to actually go back and try and remember if i figured it out i just sure. kind of vaguely thought i did and actually i didn't so i was confused
0: okay yeah. well He's also, he mentioned a couple of other bits of news, which I like that he's supplementing the news. That's good fun. He also mentioned that something we didn't bring up last week was that our old favorite show, WandaVision, your old favorite show. I
1: love it.
0: Well, <laughs> apparently it's going to have a lot of callback, callbacks. Callbacks? Callbacks. Callbacks to Infinity Saga. And what apparently the Infinity show Saga? has been guided by Dick Van Dyke because a lot of the the ones that are set in the past have effectively taking on like a sitcom vibe from like, for example, the 60s and they were filmed in front of a an audience even dressed in all the garb from those years which is really interesting and I assume those people are under NDAs which essentially tell them they will murder them if they if they mention anything about that show. There is also one other piece of movie which is, and I was going to bring this up next week but I think we'll quickly mention now, the Downton Abbey star reportedly being eyed to play Magneto in the MCU. Obviously, X-Men now being owned by Disney because of the Fox merger. It's really interesting that they're sort of eyeing new people. I really did enjoy, you know, the Fassbender McAvoy. Hugh
1: Bonneville, that guy?
0: I have lost his name. Huh. Hang on. Dan Stevens, who hmm. I have no idea who he is. is Steve, weird. friend of the show, right back in and tells all about Dan Stevens. Yeah, I've please never do. watched Dan's and Abby. I have no idea what happens in that show. Why don't you... He's not
1: top build cast, mate.
0: No, he's really not. And mm. I have no idea. I, I honestly don't know that
1: much about him. Oh, here he is. Okay. Anyway. Good Great. looking, dude. Great.
0: Well, friend of the show, Steve, right back in. Let us know all about all about Dan Stevens, because we obviously have no idea. Do you think he'll be a good Magneto? Uh, I... Not asking you. You don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know sure. either. <laughs> <laughs> I'm asking Steve. Steve, let us know. And if anyone else has any, uh, you know, ideas... Maybe who would be a good Charles Xavier? Do let us know. Yeah, Dre is here with the Gmail address.
1: I am uh, thepodcastassemble at gmail.com. Wow. Yes. Wow.
0: We got there. <laughs> I, knew I, I knew you'd get it eventually. And do you remember the Twitter address?
1: The podcast assemble.
0: Very close. You at, can just search podcast assemble on Twitter or it's pod underscore assemble. Wait,
1: wait, wait. So you made the Twitter podcast assemble. I couldn't
0: it. get podcast assemble.
1: The Gmail, the podcast.
0: Yeah, I couldn't get Podcast Assemble for either.
1: Purposely trying to ruin me. I
0: couldn't get either, but the handle for Twitter is at pod underscore assemble. So fair enough. If anyone wants to find us on those, you're more than welcome. That would be great to have some more correspondence. Thank you very much, Steve. We did have a we did have an email from a friend of the show, Matt, as well, coming back on what we asked him last week. We have done. Well over an hour though, so maybe we'll come back to that next okay, week. Okay, we'll save it. Yeah, we'll we'll save that in the bank for next time. All right, guys. Well, thank you
1: very much. Thank you, Dre. Yeah. Thank you, Tommy.
0: Cheers, guys. Cheers.